What does it take to change the distorted perception of blackness placed on us by society? What does it take to insist that to loiter in our own neighborhood is a natural part of a thriving community? Two East Cleveland provocateurs seek to answer these questions. Izzy and Jay created the Loitering and Unarmed podcast as a commitment to narrative control and economic justice. Through honest, insightful, and unscripted conversation, we engage in radical talk to inspire radical results for the habitually excluded entrepreneurs and change makers in East Cleveland, Ohio. Thanks for tapping in as we remind the world that black men engaging in provocative conversation, either on the street corner or online, is not a threat, but a think tank to solve America's disease of racialized poverty. I got a three-week, I got a three-week business course that will enable will enable you to work for, work from any beach that you desire. Right, so that's giving me an outcome at the end that I can visualize. I can, like, I need to. So I want you to go deep with Lord and, and give me the feeling that I should have. Like you said, you need a space where people can collect together and have a mobile spot, and that gives you a feeling of what building, innovating. But if you're not into that space, like I'm into startups, I'm into like Google and sliding boards and you know, having all these amenities and coming out with a new app and ideas and stuff like that. So what's the 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 benefit and the results do I get? Like if I'm going to the gym, it's not that I'm just going to be, it's like I'm going to feel better, but that involves me having a more pleasant attitude. Like It all ties together. You can't have one without the, one without another. You can't have a fancy truck, I can then jump out the fancy truck and look and sloppy, I so it's like full circle, full stack human being is like some points that you need to hit and it needs to be physical, right? So a way of thinking, a way of acting, a way of treating yourself too, right? Mm-hmm. So part of the thing is we always talking about a gatekeeper and, and getting out of that mindset of not having a gatekeeper in control of your situation and complaining about that idea. What is the benefit of not just loiter, but just what's the benefit of an organization, a company, a group of people, an individual, a community, a government, doesn't matter the yeah, entity. Yeah, the, uh, the outcome. Um, right. Um, of what, What's the benefit of an entity uh, or an effort uh to, what's the benefit? Yeah, what does of the get work out that of we're it? doing? Like, what what's like? What does someone get out of it? I guess what I what I'm looking to do, um, with a collection of a collective of people, is is really work to do stuff organically, right? Um, to not to have a plan, but also let that plan happen. You know. Um, like an ecosystem, yeah, like yeah. A, like so. When you get into plants, and I'm I'm sitting some seeds down in an area that has no water or has no, so you want to just see it grow, and then once it grow, fruits coming out of it. And Not only fruits, you then got. you got honey, hum, hum, was it hummingbirds coming through? And yeah, I mean it's kind of like when you go to our spot up at fifteen oh one Euclid. Um, Remember that video we had where the butterflies was floating all around, like yeah. all of the weeds that was growing up. That's part of the reason why when we cleared out, uh, when we had when we had the um, 
the little uh, backhoe and we were scraping up the, the dirt to get it ready to go. Uh, we didn't do it all because we really wanted, we didn't want to disrupt all of the ecosystem that was our, that was actually being, that had been created over the years of this space being abandoned because the butterflies, of course, had, had, had like came to the spot. We're like, oh, cool. It's like, thank you for, for uh, leaving, you know, the, the flowers, you know, the, 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 the milkweed, you know, to, you know, to, to grow. So, so and we're so, talking about growth. So when he comes in, or she comes in to loiter, um, it's a growth and it's come a couple of different models, right? So, you know, removing the gatekeepers and having access to your own products, which could be, which could be, um, you know, you kind of talk about the supply chain. So urban farming on their level, right? So education on that part. So you come in and get insight on how to build these businesses, like a, different incubators in different spaces and out of that he grows wealth right his family okay so you know yeah so you come you come in and it's like okay wow what's here like what 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 what, what's happening here and all of a sudden like we mentioned that butterflies like what used to be looked at as trash was actually like creating the conditions for 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 beauty to actually you know be attracted to uh, something that's actually going to be nourishing and actually perpetuate um, life uh, for years to come, and that as 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 a simile, um, that's kind of what what what's happening at the space is there. If you walk through there, like there's thistle, there's all these different types of of, of plants that's going in that 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 are growing that have benefited the ecosystem that's there, and they just kind of happened organically have maintained themselves and you know nature has a way of actually uh, uh self-sustaining you know if man if if we don't actually come in and disrupt and so same thing goes true in my opinion for uh the creative folks right or people who are looking to tap into the work that we're doing we need to allow things to happen organically without like you said being a gatekeeper and say oh you're going to do it like this what we're providing hopefully is kind of like the conditions for people to be able to thrive for the the conditions for a community to be able to thrive and the conditions for for again the ecosystem to be able to thrive so you're talking so, about, so you're talking about the benefit is more opportunities means less frustration more opportunities mean less violence less drug addiction less all of the ills that's kind of been uh contributed to a domino effect of one thing leading to another thing yes yeah i mean east cleveland like the thing is i was talking to sabri and i said man can you please 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 get some videos of the beautiful parts of east cleveland right like just that we want to do like a series of like hey um all we want to do is show you know the beautiful people the beautiful parks the beautiful uh, communities, the beautiful efforts, the beautiful organizations, uh, because it is about that narrative change. And if all we do is is always talk about like the conditions that are going to lead to poverty, or you know, this is like you know the 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 you know, I mean, we say it all the time. You know, it's the poorest city. We say it all the time that you know this is a, the habitually excluded. And all this is true, 
um, we do, and it's important to be able to mention those things, but to not always lean into that as being the impactful conversation that, that, that is going to derive impactful conversations because then you're coming at it from this deficit mindset that we don't have something that's of value. So we need to start looking at the things that we intrinsically have in our own selves individually and how it's going to benefit all of us collectively. And so what we've tried to do is create a place, um, both a physical place, a couple of physical spaces without, within East Cleveland and also um, just just a virtual. In, in a virtual space as well for people to jump in and tap into. And like you mentioned, that ecosystem, it takes all of these different parts within a product. If you want to, I mean, if you want to look at it as a product, um, there you can't just sell somebody a head of, a head of cabbage right um without it being in a uh you know without it without it being delivered to people in a way that they would like to to receive it some people want to receive it at a farmers market right um and they can put it in the own bag that they brought from their home other people want to get that head of cabbage you know in a bag you know that's plastic that's got like dole on the outside of it or green giant on the outside other people want to get that cabbage you know chopped up you know ready to go so they don't have to do any work at home but each individual has its own uh, preference of how they're looking to get a product that that is that is being created by the people who are on the who are providing goods and services so for us we're trying to it's funny I said cabbage <laughs> because, you know, we uh, one of the one of the announcements that we do need to talk about is that we did uh, acquire um, uh, uh, a fermented food company called Wake Robin Foods. And Wake Robin Foods is um, <clears throat> is, uh, is is an is an effort of us trying to show what a, an aligned ecosystem uh, would mean for the city of East Cleveland. You know, what does that mean? When, when you're trying to build an ecosystem uh, from a city that's in a ground zero state. Why why should I care about Wake Robin, Ock? <laughs> um, you would only care about it if it actually benefited you and your family. Um, or, you know, or, you know, yeah. So there, there. Because it's, 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 it's my, it's, it's my already, my own. Minority already, owned. Yeah. Yeah. So like if, if it's owned, so could I could I could could at the end of the day not only benefit from, you know, it being black owned and supporting black businesses, but at the same time, could I get the recipe for myself so I could set up my own entity with Wake Robin or something like it? Is it a way that I can borrow those success mechanisms that you have or those uh I guess a way of thinking and your philosophy behind how to build this thing and how you see it, right? So you know, I sat with you, Rock. You're kind of like a mastermind. You don't need a whiteboard. You kind of got all these ideas and concepts and stuff in your head. Frameworks. Is it a way to build out these frameworks as, so I could get the same secret sauce from you and set up my own shop? Is this is this basically what we're trying to do? We're trying to get it to where everybody has an opportunity to tap in if they want to, right? Not everybody will want to tap in to the, the actual food production but what if I what if I laid what hold on but what if I laid and said this is what this is you should desire this if you want this outcome correct exactly but and so in order to do that we have to be able to identify all the opportunities from from the beginning of production till 
the actual transaction? What are all the opportunities for so any business? You talk, we talked about this before, the B2B stuff. Right, but hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you map that out in a brochure, a website, an app, so you could say, well, I, now I see it. See, me talking about it is different than having a way to illustrate mm-hmm. it and say this is where you at and this is the desired goal where you want to be and where do you fit in at this yeah. process. Eventually, I think, yes, that would be the goal. The goal would be able to say, hey, look, we, we're creating a, an actual toolkit uh, for people to be able to look at to say we've scrutinized ad nauseum uh economic development models and gentrification and displacement in our communities but we what can we really point to that has worked that has been community-led that it can actually be scaled so we have to create those models collectively to be able to challenge status quo stuff or else or else that those status quo realities are going to continue to come okay so hold on hold on so yeah. let me jump in yeah we kind of talked about you know, um, being able to, you know, get on the email list and stuff like that. Is it a little bit more surveying need to go on? Do we need a little bit more, um, you know, seeing where people coming in at to see, to test this? I don't know. See, here's the thing. I... I think we're talking about numbers. Uh, part, part, exact. Part, part of me says yes. The other part says no. Because I think we. How do you measure the the end result to see if this guy is impacted or not? Do you care about, you know? Because if I if I'm if I'm selling him something to desire, like if I go to the gym, mm-hmm. I'm gonna lose weight and my people, gonna, my family, gonna love me more because I can play with them when I come home. I'm not tired after work. I got more energy. I got more energy to have more ideas. That gives me more energy to start my own. You know, we could just go down a rabbit hole of all the benefits that come into that, right? So, go ahead. But so, no, but so, so here's the thing: we've all been working in a in 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 a, in a in a paradigm that has not benefited, you know, the habitually excluded, not has not benefited Black communities deeply. And so, somebody asked me recently, like, why, you know, why are you still talking about? you know different projects like I, I for an example like why why is the gleanery which is my restaurant and I'm a part owner of why is that beneficial to the work that I'm doing in East Cleveland Putney Vermont is is two, 20, you know 2300 people living there it's like 97% white right um and I'm living in East Cleveland which is 94% black with almost you know seventeen to twenty five thousand people, depending on you know if you want to believe the the census numbers, or you kind of really want to know that we don't really fill out the census. So, <laughs> depending on the right. number, but um, but the, the 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 answer to your question is baked into the numbers of who who has benefited from our collective efforts, right? So, if I look at the gleanery and look at what it looks to do, it has always from its inception benefited. Uh, farmers in and around around the community of where the restaurant is right mm-hmm. and every one of those farmers were white owned mm-hmm. right so you're talking about 12 years of us purchasing directly from farmers mm-hmm. right in a in a majority white community which means that that restaurant has the purchasing power to support a group of farmers that are within a certain locale so we've already demonstrated that that targeted uh, targeted purchasing strategies work, and they mm-hmm. actually benefit uh, ecosystems and towns and communities. Uh, so what we're trying to do is show that it's time to make them work for Black communities. 
because we haven't been able to really establish um, farms, black owned farms at scale that can actually be able to give the give the goods and services that are needed, you know, to contribute to some of these anchor organizations or anchor companies that are going to be able to purchase from us. So Wake Robin presents an opportunity to say, hey, look, over the last, you know, nine years, this business has been in, in business. Um, this business has been in, in business. This, this, Wake Robin has been in business for nine years. It has been supporting local farms from Northeast Ohio, um, has been intentionally purchasing from these local farms. None of the farms have been black owned. Mm. So over the last nine years, I'm not going to get into the details of mm. what the transactions are, but it's been significant transactions that have been made to be able to secure product, raw products that are grown in Northeast Ohio and turned into kimchi, sauerkraut, pickles, and those other things mm-hmm. that can be purchased at Heinen's and at Whole Foods mm-hmm. and at all these and, and at Lucky's and all these other places. That's what Wake Robin was able to do. So now if we say, hey, look, looking at the history of the purchasing power of Wake Robin, mm-hmm. and if we were to now shift the supply chain to black-owned farms that are going to be housed in East Cleveland, what does that do to Jamal who has property on his in his backyard that he can grow herbs for me Mm -hmm. he can grow herbs for wake robin and then now you get a nice little check at the end of the month because now we're beautifying the community by actually cleaning up you know the 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 soil right we're Mm -hmm. sequestering carbon by introducing bees and trees and all these other things to the community and we're providing an economic opportunity for all those willing to participate in the establishment of of scale uh, to participate in scaling an already established business that's now looking to shift how it was previously uh, procuring product to a new way of procuring product to actually intentionally buying it from black owned farms in northeast ohio so now who would want to benefit from that is the question no, you answered Hopefully. It, Why you just didn't say that from the beginning? Yeah, I'm just it saying. But 20 that, minutes for you to get this far. Well, yeah, exactly. But, well, because that, but those are the things yeah. that we have to be able to ask. Like, what, I think we should want to benefit from these things. But this is the part. This is the reason why I wanted you to lay all that out is just to educate the people on the purpose. Like, they need to know mm-hmm. this over and over and over again. Because you don't never know who's going to who's going to hear this for the first time and yeah. we just kind of talking like you they, they've been tapping in and maybe they haven't yeah so that's why i want you to dig into that so yeah was that clear though yeah, absolutely um absolutely. and then when you think about and then remember we just talked about it from the from the growing uh standpoint from the food standpoint we didn't mm-hmm. even talk about the artwork the swag Right. All Mm -hmm. of those other things, you know, the NFTs that can now be attached to it. So now you're talking about scaling up this business from being in 60 stores, which is where you can find Wake Robin, Mm -hmm. you know. So now whenever anybody goes to the store and buys Wake Robin product, they're supporting the work that we're doing in East Cleveland at Loiter. So they're supporting this podcast. They're supporting Jay Working, right? They're supporting all these other people because now those dollars now as a social enterprise, instead of us having to you know, go to, you know, a philanthropist and say, can you please give us some money so me and Jamal can talk yeah. good economic remember, justice work? Remember what I talked about is that headline. 
mm-hmm. text is what you're kind of saying yeah. right there. Yeah. That's going to support that. What you mean? Because remember I showed you those headlines and I said. I remember. Other people may not remember. Oh, right? I was, uh, <laughs> was kind of giving him some, some, some ideas and concepts about um, how to set up his web page. Um, I've been heavy on um, systems lately and optimizing and it's all about optim optim optimizing all of your transactions from um any network any networks you have as far as the people you connected to um optimizing your marketing your sales strategy your business right the steps in that and really putting it on um autopilot if you can so automat you know making everything uh auto for you so mm-hmm. that's kind of what i've been working on i've been seeing a lot of people that i'm around that's been working in the business instead of working on the business and part of that is not having systems in place but maybe can, that, pe- can people afford to have systems don't don't it cost money to build systems i mean the thing is this like you can post four or five times a day on instagram stories and reels and you know stuff you did last month but if it's not generating any type of business at the end of the day then you're just kind of wasting your time so it's like how do i sit back and look at all my efforts and have i really been optimizing to they to its full potential mm-hmm. right but don't so, people need that, that this is the thing yeah I, you're, you're right so some people i think a lot of people know that a lot of people will no, say they don't. no because no. I think people know they they what they I think what they're posting for is they're posting for that we've talked about this before for that feeling of ah somebody likes me not just that you but it's, it's showing work too if I'm showing work let's just say I'm using it for a brand not just to show what I'm doing mm-hmm. so I got a, some type of business or I got some type of thing that I'm doing I'm pushing something or promoting something then I'm posting on Instagram to get people to either come to my thing or buy what I have mm-hmm. or do that type of thing. Some type of awareness. It's like a funnel, right? But people, it's like a, it's like awareness. I'm giving awareness about a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. If I come to the podcast and I listen to the podcast, what else am I doing? What do I want that person to come and do? If I put that clip in, if I put a clip of the podcast, I want them to listen to the full podcast. Mm-hmm. Right, so when he listens to the full podcast, what do I want him to do after that? That's mm-hmm. just it. Do I want him to bring somebody? Do I have like a referral process? If he brings somebody else in, he gets a certain amount off on this merch that's coming. Am am I moving him to being a loiter? Right. So, um, power to the people. Right is a slogan that the Panthers had, and then they had. Panthers empower other Panthers or something like that. I saw a tag, mm-hmm. right? So it's kind of like a mantra. It's kind of like a, um, you know, it's kind of tying him into being with loiter. Like if you come in, you loitering with us, right? Mm-hmm. So you're, they loiters, right? Yeah. I don't know. I'm rambling. No, you're right. New because that's the, that's where I. What what are we asking people to do when they tap in? And so we, our audience. So hold on. So you tying that back to Instagram? If he's not funneled to do an action, then you kind of just wasting your time. Mm-hmm. Like you could really optimize it to do something. Like when he comes in, 
then what do you want them to do? I want them to sign up. To, if anything, sign up for my email list and then stay tuned mm-hmm. for further action. So once I do set up an email campaign, then I could get him to do something. Yeah. Right? So no, that's helpful. So 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 t- let's just stay in the wake robin mode because it's real new, and I and I okay. do think that's a. I personally, I think it's a powerful move for us. Okay, um, go ahead. And so, what are we asking people to tap in and how? Um, like, why did I share it on social media? Good question, right? So, what was the purpose of that? Uh, the purpose is, number one, we had already talked before, and if you go online, you can see we have our farms and apiaries bit. Um, we still have it going on, but that is, I won't say but, that, that um, initiative is is in its nascent stages it's in its beginning stages of hey we're acquiring property right we are piloting the growth of products to be sold on an online marketplace and at our cafe that's opening you know soon um and so what that means is we're looking for east cleveland growers who have land right you don't have to even know how to grow because we we've partnered with Food Depot to Health, who is actually going to manage these side lot programs. So all you have to do is access the side lot, give us access to your your backyard. We will grow herbs, other things. Make we will help beautify the community without having to wait for some magic developer to come in and 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 make it, you know, you, you know, make it not fit what our interests are um but we're trying to create beautiful spaces for people to hang out while also creating economic opportunities for people so if you've got property in east cleveland you can now take part in uh growing efforts that are going to allow you to to get some economic benefit from a business that's going to intentionally buy from you with through a forward contract so we're going to guarantee the purchase of what it is that that is grown on your property and so now it's like okay well cool if you've got a side lot next to you we'll help you go through the process of getting the uh the side lot help you you know introduce you to uh, the pathways to get it like educate you on okay you need to talk to the council people. You need to be able to advocate for the beautification of the community, the, the economic development efforts that you as an individual, as a resident, are going to have instead of waiting on, you know, GE to come back. They ain't coming back, okay? They, they didn't sold <laughs> Neela Park uh, to an outside developer for over $5 million bucks. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's a whole historical um, complex that is no longer that now is in the hands of a developer um and who knows what's going to happen with, with that complex um i'm i i'd imagine it's not going to be serving the needs that are of the people that are it's not going to fully ones that, the ones that can't afford it yeah exactly so so what we're asking is for people to tap in and say okay how can i be a part i want i want my street to be more beautiful i want to be able to get you know be to be able to benefit from this business trust that was created I want to be able to 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 to, to have my my children, you know, uh, learn how to grow and, and get more comfortable with with you know um, uh, conversations around economic justice and food justice and and social justice and all of this can happen. What by us, 
doing things that are created of, for, and by the people. Like you mentioned, that's kind of the, the, the way to go. And then, and then, so that's the ask. It's like, all right, how many of us can really rally behind these efforts to really show that, you know, these, these development tactics can be done differently uh, when we do it together? Let's uh, switch gears a tiny yeah, bit. Sure. Um, you know, this is a grassroots situation, and it's a lot of, I'm surrounded by a lot of people that's grassroots. And one of the problems that they have is that they don't have no capital, bro. They don't really know the science of fundraising and how to do that. So it's kind of like they kind of left to their own devices. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what needs to, you know, we're talking about education. So what does uh, the developers and, you know, even not developers, but investors, you know, is this is it certain areas that I don't want to mess with? Is it certain investors that I do want to mess with? Is it a way to you need money? Yuck. Let's do just I really? be honest. Go ahead. Look, do, do, that, that, look. You need, okay, go no, ahead. No, no, we you don't. You don't need money? Not yet. Well, I need money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what you talking <laughs> Look. I need money. Yeah. I need, I need some money to, 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 to I, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I need money. <laughs> he don't need money, but go ahead. So, yes. Uh, look, the thing is, so I, if I, I thought, had, if I thought I had, you said. If I have, if I, come on. I, I thought we talked about this before. And I thought there was this saying that people say, you know, when you asking, when you need money, you don't ask for, you ask for advice, right? You act like, so what we're doing right now is we have a platform of inviting people into the beginning stages of something that has never, ever happened before. We so you worry about that later. We listen. The money's gonna come. So why is Dollars, is that a is that a bad is that a bad way of thinking? Is like, you know, mapping out because it's like, is it that, strategically? Mm-hmm. We talking strategic, sock. Yeah. So strategically, I need some math to help bring in a facility. If you patience, sock. Here's the deal. But still, it's still a business model of, of investment. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to cut you off, but here's no, the because this is the ahead. thing. Here's the thing. Like, we. What does it mean that 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 loiter the nonprofit acquired a business? It means we had money, right? We made a decision to invest, right, mm-hmm. our dollars in acquiring a business that already has money coming into into its bank account, right? Mm-hmm. So it already has revenue. Mm-hmm. It's already being sold in two so states. So that's a better model. Right. So, And then you can get more money. You can get but more I'm talking, investment. We need partners. But hold on. Uh, I'm talking about, well, I know, I know. I'm talking yeah. about a guy that's startup that don't have a business already that's bringing in dough. Right. Okay. So, he, oh, right. So, thanks. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go no, ahead. that's good. So, one of the things how I how I've always let, let me. All right, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna rewind back. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Earlier in the early in the conversation, I talked about the greenery, right? Mm-hmm. The restaurant. How do we open it? I didn't have any money. All right. Did I need money? Of course, we needed money. I didn't have enough money. Mm-hmm. How did I raise it? Did I go out and say, "Hey, guys, you know what?" Um, this is my business model. This is how much money I need. And then you know what? We're going to raise. First off, you black. 
ain't nobody on ain't nobody gonna cut no check okay so you gotta get it going you have to you have to put some skin in the game right some 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 legitimate skin in the game i mean unless somebody's going to pay reparations which they should right we mm-hmm. are starting from a position of we're starting from a position of 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 deficit we are in we are in a deficit yeah so we can't use the same strategies of others saying hey look here's my daggone business plan and here's my credit score and my and my granddaddy's you know house that is going to and I can leverage and go out and get the rest of the money so what they're what 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 a traditional investor is going to look at is what collateral you got what collateral you got to go get some cash bro so we're going back to a couple episodes ago <laughs> called help helps not coming yeah helps not coming so helps not coming <laughs> so, so forget about yeah, it yeah i ahead. mean so this a part of it is like yeah absolutely we need money but until somebody is willing to give us some reparative capital some say hey listen what has been done to you um deserves for us as a philanthropic community uh as a a a social investor community a impact investor community i'm just going to write you a check because your name is jamal you're african-american a black person whatever it is they want to call you um and these this is my check for reparations until that happens right what we were able to do in the at the gleanery of course number one this was an all-white community right mm-hmm. we didn't sell it as you know what this is reparations for a black creative who's going to come into your community and do something that no one else in your community could have done because our lived experience um allows us to be able to create be creative in the face of not uh, uh, in, in 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 the our our lived experience allows us the opportunity and the knowledge and the intellect for us to be creative in the face of a deficit, right? Because we don't, we're, we habitually don't have enough, right? So we have to be in the, oh man, how can I make this work? How can I flip this? How can I do this? So we're always trying to like rob Peter to pay Paul. All of this kind of stuff that we do is very beneficial in the entrepreneurial space. Um, and, and so what we did is we said, look, it's going to, and we also know that it takes a village. So we came out to the community and said, hey, look, I don't have enough money, but unless you want a, a nasty, disgusting Cisco restaurant that's going to give you a whole bunch of box mac and cheese, you, you're going to invest in this solid effort that we're going to do that's going to actually support your neighbors who are also farmers. By me being the mix, I'm also going to make sure that I buy the tables from your neighbors who are the carpenters. I'm also going to be buying the, the mugs from the potters right who are your neighbors right so you're not just investing in me you're investing in this entire community that's actually going to make up the restaurant so you flip the story yes. and market it yes that's all you're talking marketing yes right so you was you told a story where they would benefit from it then they 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 got involved let me ask you this um still kind of on the same thing we're talking about let's just say like part of part of the problem that i see is that people have networks, people have, you know, solid networks and connections, but they just lack the 
what conversations to have with this network to see what resources they could get, whether it's a partnership, whether it's um, some finances or whatever, what, or it's, you know, it's the, you know, the, the old school, what do you say? The buddy, the buddy, the buddy system or whatever. Yeah, right. The so boy. the good old boy, yeah. the good old boy thing. So, you know, a lot of people that's coming in have what I see. They kind of start up entrepreneurs, but they don't know how to leverage the, the networks. I mean, they don't even how to know how to even do, do it with me. Right. So what do you say to what's the solution for people having the right conversations with the right people and leveraging these the networks they have mm. to build upon that? So we talked about this before around like cutting the middleman out right yeah talk about it <laughs> so how <laughs> that's the name of this podcast bro middleman right because the middle then you're out. right because that's what wake robin is doing is cutting the middleman out big time because literally we don't have to if i'm buying stuff i want to buy it from somebody who i know who's growing it if i'm changing my logo i want to be working for somebody from who gets the ethos of the business if i'm branding it i want to work with somebody who i know because again we're creating our own good old boy network because guess what that's what we forced to do right Absolutely. i mean we need to to understand that this is you know in some ways this is us against them right yeah i mean and so that is un- i mean that's the unfortunate reality a lot of people don't like to say it but there are some realities of the the, the system is built to break black people so, and if the system is built that way and a system is 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 only as good a system does exactly what it's supposed to do right it's designed right and so when you talk about systems um we need to understand that if we aren't willing to disrupt and acknowledge that we're within a system that does not want us to succeed then us just posting on on instagram without like you said an outcome is going to lead to no, no, nothing real us just talking to each other without really challenging each other and holding each other accountable is going to lead to nothing. how many people have you do you know that have been doing the same thing for the last 10 years Shit, me i was about to cut anyway <laughs> i know the, i know the baby's listening um let, 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 let me uh, I'm, I'm dying to ask you this Okay, so you go to VCon. We could talk about what VCon is, but I want to segue into this part because the whole reason why you're going to VCon is so you could do your homework to see how they're moving, what they're doing, what's the experience, what you see, what you felt, so you can grab and take all your notes and come back and redistribute that to say, like, this is what I see I could benefit from. This is how you're moving all day long, right? You're all going day. in these, these these spaces. You're having these conversations and taking notes. When you came home, you hooked up with this person, hooked up with that person. You're doing all of this stuff. But talk about VCon a little bit, what you saw and what you take away from that and what you're coming back with. Yeah, so <laughs> you're right. So I people always ask me, you know, because I went to East Denver, Ethereum Denver. I went to VCon, which is uh, Gary, uh, Gary V. Uh, he's got this whole thing with it. He did it. He wanted to do the most epic uh, conference ever where he's convening all of his people who uh, have been following him, has been part of his V Friends uh, NFT project. And um, I know some people in the NFT space. I have a desire to establish um, an NFT that's attached to our Wake Robin 
enterprise and some of some of our other some of our other loiter uh enterprises and also the the business that we have in um in boston called nubian markets so that's going to have an nft attached to it but that's that's we can talk more about that later but the whole purpose of me doing that or wanting to actually jump into it or even be able to go to vcon was an opportunity for me to witness how other people are moving uh without us again yet yet again another space that is that has been presenting itself as a way to you know uh create these sort of autonomous organizations or some way to liberate ourselves from an oppressive capitalist system that only benefits the selective few all these things which is what the 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 crypto currency alleges to do but without intentionally including you know black voices into the decision making and also into the opportunities then it just becomes very performative and so when you go to vcon you i got to be able to see like it was not something that was was diverse at all it wasn't something that really was and it was no different than another version of a good old boy network of who who's in who's out who's close enough to the opportunity and who 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 do we deem as the ones relevant to actually continuing this this hard work that 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 i had to do i'm using this you know sarcastically that i had to do as the 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 the, the brain as the brain the brains behind this project and i i go to these spaces to really just con- like you said con- to continue to learn um to learn what we're missing out on to learn opportunities for us to continue to be innovative and also learn how uh progress is happening without us right and so i want to be i want to make sure that the things that i'm doing that i have enough information um and whether or not nfts are integrated into our project now or in five years i need to be proximate enough to the innovations um, within the space that we're working in, which is art development, uh, food, uh, conviviality experiences, or utility, um, we need to make sure that we're close enough to some of these opportunities so we can integrate them. You know, when we're ready, when the investment is there. So, if someone is interested in investing in, you know, in some in in you know the crypto space or in the digital economy or in the nft space um then just know that we're ready to jump because we've got a ba- we've got a, a an understanding of what it takes um and we're setting up these opportunities for us to to put our enterprises within you know an ecosystem that's being built before our very eyes that's not including us so that's kind of why see. i end up in those spaces okay thank you i appreciate that mm-hmm. i'll be done to answer these other questions um, talk about this, Hawkin. You gonna love this one. <laughs> <laughs> when you sat and kind of mixed and mingled within these VCon folks, you said that half of it was bull crap and they didn't have any type of roadmap <laughs> and they just was winging it. Except for talk about Pharrell and his team. It seemed like they stood out the most for you. And talk about. Everybody else is just kind of in the space and just kind of go ahead. Yeah. So 
there's this whole thing, and we we hear it a lot, like fake it till you make it, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but I thought though, that was over because if you fake it till you make it, and I go and see you don't have a website, or if I don't see no content, or if I don't see no email strategy campaign popping off, and no products and no services, then how much can you fake it till you make it, Doc? Listen. Here's what I'm going to say. You have to be white to be able to fake it till you make it out. <laughs> I mean, let's just be real. Like, you can't, like, because I can fake it if I can say, if somebody else validates me, right? Mm. If somebody else says, you know, uh, yeah, I it did this. It depends on who validates It depends you. on who validates it. But if, you know, we, when it but, com- but, I mean, that's the key. If the CEO of... LTV still right. validates me, then I'm good to go. You good to go. go it, may, it makes no, and so therefore those some of these some of these familiar things that we hear that have benefited you know you know you know white males. But hold in on, business. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Doc. Can't that just be because now the 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 entry, the cost of entry to get in this stuff is zero. Setting up a YouTube channel and running something, you know, setting up a small viable product real quick, a landing page with it. I mean, this is easy to do and to reach out to the president of LTV still to say, look, this is the roadmap and blueprint that we need for Loiter. And you do this enough times. If I get a list of all the major players that's trying to do uh this social work and all of this stuff if i send out enough stuff could i get a bite on something hey i i, I don't think so uh yeah, hey, thanks so. hey, here's Are the deal serious hey, listen uh, okay it's me, a let, numbers game it kid. is a numbers game but you know do you have how many how much time you know these things are being like oh man you know no what? no I no, was, no 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 i no. just i just, I just you, emailed this guy until he said yes okay first off you were sitting in your mama's but i'm base, saying man. if i let, yeah, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, if i got it script out on this is the checks and balances this is the checks i need rolled off if they on it they on it not you know what I'm saying? I want it to be as systematic and practical as possible. Is this a practical model? You say no. Um, we leaving stuff. We leaving stuff off the table. Cause you said it's the good old boy. Yes. We, uh, I'm sorry to jump in. I'm gonna just let you go. No, go, go ahead. No, that's that, that's what I think it is. I th- I think that those are the things that we are we're told work. Um. But they don't work for us, huh? You don't think so? Are you black, huh? <laughs> you telling me something that uh, the thing it's, is, it's if a hard, I, listen, it's a hard pill to swallow, huh? No, <laughs> I'm saying I can't write off something I never tried before. I, I, I can't write. I can't write off of it because it's just. It's geometric, sock. It's not linear. Did, didn't we mo- talk about this? Did we talk about I, this before? What? The hope. The, the hope is a drug. I, didn't we talk about this before? The hope dealer rock. It's not you want hope, me to be, you want me to be the hope dealer rock? No, if I'm not. If listen, it's thorough, I, 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 what is hope? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Just, just, I'm, I'm gonna say this just so we can maybe because I don't know if we actually published because this was when we were talking about the Cleveland Foundation how they screwed us <laughs> up. But so we didn't really we didn't really post that episode. That's coming. Yeah. We're gonna have back to we're gonna have behind the scenes footage and videos of podcasts on our membership site. That's coming. 
So if you want these extra video Unre- yeah, clips unreleased and stuff, joints. <laughs> we got unreleased stuff. So go ahead. But no, so like the Hope dealer, right? Look, Hope, I don't, I don't buy it, I don't sell it, and I don't use it. Okay. We're not talking about hope. It's like praying and wishing. We're talking about uh, getting a list of my. I you know I came. I taught something, and I called it my top one hundred. Mm-hmm. Right, and then my top one hundred is you writing out the top one hundred people that inspire you, that you would love to work with. The top one hundred people, right? Mm-hmm. So, and being able to reach out to those top one hundred people to see if you get something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Does, Whether did, it's you, a, did you do it? I told my kids to do it. I kind of wrote out my top one hundred. Um. What's crazy about the top 100 model was this, is that I could come up with a list of my top 100 people and hopefully the top 100 is kind of resembles something of my type of business model or my my niche in my market, right? So my top 100 is some people that's in my niche in my market, right? So Mm -hmm. let's just say it's education, it's marketing, it's sales, it's design, it's this, that, and other. Mm -hmm. One of them is Gary Vee. One of them may be Tony Robbins. One of them be maybe all of these guys, right? So I got a list of 100 guys. Mm-hmm. I can go on YouTube and I can actually target all of these guys, the top 100. I could target my top 100 audience and they will see my ads. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can pull all of their community into where I'm going. So mm-hmm. not even tapping into them, saying, reaching out to Gary Vee, saying if he talked to me, and all of this stuff, like I could really grab that audience and get some ins- and pull that audience over to me mm-hmm. using Facebook. So mm-hmm. that was kind of like helpful, the model. But is it help? So here's, here, here's yeah, a- this is sales. I'm 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 grabbing this. I'm grabbing this traffic. Mm-hmm. I'm grabbing. I'm 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 zeroing in on their niche, their okay. market. So yeah. So let me let me let me say this. I think you're right. But I think that's like right up, that's further down the line. Because what we're at right now is trying to establish something that people want to buy, right? People don't want to buy, the unfortunate thing is people people want to buy, we need to create mainstream, people want to buy mainstream experiences that have already been vetted by those top 100 people. And until those top 100 people are the ones who are validating the work that we're doing, it never gets to be something that's influential. So either we're going to, um, and this is where disruption comes into play, either we're going to disrupt, because that's that status quo. If, I, if Unless we're either going to disrupt what the mainstream purchasing power has or we're going to establish our own like you said this grassroots we're going to establish our own and ignore what they're doing over there and then when we get further up here then we can compete with them and then say hey look we're going to we're going to advertise to this same group of people and then we're going to say that our experiences our offerings are better right you, you it's better you buy our products because you know it supports a local economy than by these other ones it supports a, a globalist economy that supports the one percent and so for me it's always grounded in trying to establish a community wealth 
uh, driven economy that that supports the people who haven't had an opportunity to play in those major uh, deals. And it takes longer. It just takes longer to get there. And I think you're right. We need to be aiming towards there. It's just that when. And it's like when we were, when we were talking about how do we incubate these ideas with the people that have been excluded from these mm-hmm. opportunities. It's the mm-hmm. education you're giving people on the ground. Mm-hmm. So we need to prepare people, like you said, to be ready to go there. But the other step that's missing that we need, and this is what this is what we are trying to figure out, is how do we get them ready like like you said help help not come like how do how do manual. we feel the gap yeah the, he what's needs the, a manual right, he needs a blueprint right a, what is it what's the blueprint to get them there well it's a what's it's a kind of it's a it's a it's a you know he's checking off and making sure that he's it's like an accountability first of all it's an evaluation right so he comes in and says this is where i want to be mm-hmm. this is an area that i'm interested in this is how many cells I have, whether they zero, whether they this, whether they that. And then you come and you give him a executed plan on what's the next levels that he needs to reach. So you got the micros. The micros is people that come in and never heard of graphic design. Mm-hmm. And then you got the minis where they kind of creative and they kind of doing stuff on their phone. They kind of got the TikToks. And then you have the juniors and the juniors is you know, they high schoolers, you know, and then you got the young professionals that kind of has this stuff in place already. I've come across so many people, and then I'm just talking personally, bro. Mm-hmm. When they're around me, they motivated, they pumped, they like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then when I see a guy six months later, I seen, I haven't seen, I seen a guy that I haven't seen since 2019, right? And I'm like, well, what you got? What you been doing? You know, he was an artist, creative. He hasn't shown none of his work. He So it's no, I need more accountability check marks and points where people can come in so I can see them. I'm having too many conversations. I need to collect all these people in some type of data, database, right, to make sure that when people coming in that we putting them in the right spaces and following back up with them to make sure that he is following up and doing the top 100, whether it works or not. You know, it's mm-hmm. like he needs yeah. motivation to keep him going. You know, he don't have no space. He don't have, you know, he he's telling me, and I wanted to be like, bro, you got YouTube. The problem is, man, where I get my inspiration from, my motivation is in the books. And, you know, sometimes you can't read, so I'm kind of listening to This Is Marketing right now with, Zeph Golden mm-hmm. and Zeph Golden he's kind of talking about the minimum viable audience and going small what you talking about mm-hmm. which is and it's kind of tied around um, a lot of empathy right what you kind of talk about you good at that you good to the small audience like it's a beautiful concept but you know some of these concepts and some of these ideas they need to have these in play like, I, I don't know, like, how much hand-holding that people need, but, you know, uh, you know, people stretch kind of thin, like you said. Like, we kind of talked about somebody, yeah. we ain't going to name him, but, you know, it's like you said he, he was too late or, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Mr. Opportunity, you can't really hold people's hand. All, they need the fortitude to be driving. And, I can't talk about that. I was actually pissed about that. Go ahead. 
Is that wrong? No, go. No. You want me to bleep it out? No. I was actually, so we did the event. You talking about the brother that was supposed to be doing the food for me at the event? Oh, go ahead. What happened? Is that what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about somebody else. What were you talking about? Uh, Go ahead. No, which one? I'm curious now. I was talking about the food, the the, the, the truck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So... I, I, look, yeah, we won't talk about that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but look, you're right. How much hand holding do we have to do? I think at sometimes it's a lot. It's like so we got to listen. Think about this. Think about this. Like you ever when you hold somebody's hand and then you're trying to fight through the clamminess and your hand get all sweaty. I, I let go. I don't. I don't. I don't fight through the clamminess and the hand holding. Well, if you think about it, you can't. It's like yeah, um, exactly. when if you pull up online courses, they like to the roof on online courses. You just take the course, sock. They not yeah. They give you the homework. You know, it's like not holding hand. Let's just say this: not holding their hand, but giving them homework. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what it is. So you give them a homework. You give them some homework. I'm on the vineyard, right? So like I was, <laughs> I'm part of this thing called um the BIPOC back office and the BIPOC BIPOC back office um, has these um, has uh, basically it's a group of um, of BIPOC led organizations that have funds What's BIPOC I like that that sounds hard uh, bi- we don't know BIPOC is black no, indigenous I, people of color rock, no, why would I know that rock? you're not in enough social justice spaces no, like, yeah, I'm in marketing and design yeah, you know so, that. yeah but so Black and di- yeah, that's a good question though. Like yeah, like people just be throwing stuff around out there, and then people everybody's supposed to know what it means. Uh, yeah. So, but BIPOC is Black Indigenous People of Color, right? I don't. Yeah. I, I'm on the fence if I like to use it or not, but whatever. Yeah, but that's yeah. what, what you in there. Yeah, I'm in there. Okay. Right? And, so and it's a back office thing where it's dealing with. Um, when you say back office, what that means? That means is that uh, we are working with a shared. Um, uh, an organ an entity that's managing our funds so we've got our own fund that we're creating in in loiter that we just started Mm -hmm. called called the about time fund right Mm -hmm. and so there's another fund that's happening in oakland another one that's in brazil some other ones that's happening other just like eight other funds that are, are are using the same people to manage all these different funds that are happening in a couple different places all 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 led by by um you know by of for by us right and so it's it, it, for for those in the in, in the in the investment space or the fundraising space um it, it it it's um it's it's a powerful tool because it costs in order for us to actually uh manage our own fund we'd have to hire all those people right we yeah. can't afford each 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 organization or each entity would have to hire its own group of people to manage the dollars to 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 raise them to allocate you know to, to figure out the, the terms of payment and all this kind of stuff that's too much work mm-hmm. um for one organization to have so by having that back office shared by you know these eight other organizations it is very helpful and so the black farmer fund is part of it and it's managed by um uh pot liquor capital <laughs> i love that name pot liquor capital like you know what pot liquor is uh, you never have greens, Zach. And you yeah. know that the bottom of the 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 the, the, 
the, the stuff the, I throw the, away. You, you never throw away the pot liquor, right? <laughs> what are you talking about? But the pot liquor is what, what the greens is, is boiled in, like that, that pot liquor. Yeah. But anyways, real black, you know what I mean? I love that mm-hmm. name. Um, but so long story short, so I was, I was had this call because I was going to talk with them about how they can support some of our work. Um, and at the same time, I'm shopping, right, for this event that I'm doing uh, that I'm catering on Martha's Vineyard, right, mm-hmm. for Oak Bluffs, for the, for, for the Jubilee Festival that I did mm-hmm. uh, in Oak Bluffs. Um, and, uh, and so it was with, with, with Inkwell Haven, which was great. And actually, uh, no, it was, it was a, a great, great, great experience. Um, but I'm on the call because I had to do all of these things. Like you said, we're all doing way too much. Mm-hmm. I, and, and I didn't have anybody to take that call. I didn't have anybody doing any shopping for me. Mm-hmm. Then And then I was on the call with Lolita from Pot Liquor Capital while I'm shopping. And she was like, no, I get it. And then I sent her an email and I apologized. Like, man, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Lolita, you know, mm-hmm. that's rescheduled. And she sent me back an email saying, hey, look, no, no worries. I get it. We all are multitasking crazy amount nowadays so understanding that Mm -hmm. alignment and understanding that everybody is stretched too thin Mm -hmm. in this work in this Mm -hmm. moment is really important this gets Mm -hmm. into some of that whole thing where like if i'm talking to you versus somebody who's going to trim who's going to demand like quote unquote excellence all these things are ways to to exclude us from real opportunity of course we want to hold people accountable but it's acknowledging like you said with empathy the -hmm. things that we all are going through in this moment so what what I was bringing into this is like we all in this moment are doing a heck of a lot more than than what we have done in the past because I think what we all are dealing with is systems collapse. Our mm. systems are collapsing. All all the things around us are being reimagined and reworked and those people in this moment, this is my opinion, in this moment that dive in right now in the next, you know, three years of our lives right now are going to be the ones who are going to shape how we're moving in the future. So this is an opportunity for people to jump in, create something that's going to be grounded in something that is not the same old oppressive systems that are just a little bit different. I want something that's transformative, right? And that's what, when you're talking about dealing with with thing dealing with each other and dealing with these very complicated systems it means that we're just going to have to work a lot harder and so how do we communicate that to people without them feeling like oh here you go again that's too much work oh it's too well, heavy you 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 send them, you it's either they take the principles or they don't mm-hmm. that's it it's the people that get it get it and uh, everybody's not gonna make it I talk about that all the time Mm -hmm. what's the website lawyer.us this is Lordian Unarmed Podcast